From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Yeah. My mic is all over the place. I got to kind of monkey things around. Yeah. All right. Why don't we do this before the show? I don't know because we were, I was too busy pouring the 17 beers that we're trying today. We're really good at being prepared. Right. So, Rick, what have you been doing uh, brewing-wise lately? Not a thing. No? Have you oh. uh, bottled that stout yet? Shut up. <laughs> I mean, at least it's a step in the right direction. It's yeah. here now. It's here too. So bottle. it will get bottled. Yeah, because it's here and staring us in the and face. And I bought bottles for it. So oh, nice. Oh, sorry. I was just I was checking the the beer that I brewed the other day and just kind of mm. taking. I hadn't looked at it in a yes. minute. So <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's see. Beer wise, what have I been doing, man? Uh, well, I've been drinking some. Uh, Drinking uh, some beer. That's, that's about it. I guess I haven't really done anything crazy uh, homebrew-wise. Uh, met up with a listener. Uh, we're yeah. going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, and that was that was a lot of fun. We, uh, I mean, we didn't we didn't have a like it was Father's Day, so like it was kind of like ships passing in the night type of deal. Like ah. it was like a quick meetup, be like, oh hey, you know how you doing? Like let's swap some beers and go on. So. Uh, thank you, Kevin, again for all the all the delightful beers. Uh, he really helped us out for our next few brews. Not not this one in particular because I was like, well, Guinness. Anybody can find Guinness, right? So uh, he got us some awesome uh, Minnesota beers that would be a little bit harder for us to grab just because we cool. have to go across the border and do all that stuff. So yeah, no, it's we're awesome. lazy too. So. We, we are super lazy. <laughs> we're ridiculously lazy. If our listeners haven't figured that out by now, I don't know what to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> We are. Sorry, guys. We just promise we are. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> uh, but, but at least we're real good at what we do. Yeah. At least that's what we tell ourselves. I mean, I'm not sure what it is we do, but we're good at it. Hey! It finally simmered down. Oh, that looks much better. <laughs> Sorry, we, we had some Goza issues, and we'll talk about that in a minute here. Yeah, we but first, uh, Kevin uh, gave us one of his homebrews. And not just any homebrew. No, because <laughs> you bastards are too... You guys You guys are, gotta go a step beyond, apparently. You guys always have to just one-up. Yep. One-up each other. I, I'm pretty sure Kevin was listening uh, when we were trying Thomas's wine, and he's like, yep. I can do better. I know I, I, I can do, do better. <laughs> <laughs> so he sent us, uh, or gave us some homemade apple brandy. Yes. Uh, and wow, so I have a recipe here. Oh, you do? I do have a recipe. Okay. Ready for this? So, 14 apple juice concentrates. Okay. Four pounds of sugar. All right. Two gallons of apple cider. That's a lot of sugar. And two gallons of water. Okay. Right? Then you ferment with champagne yeast at 72 degrees. Uh, one tablespoon of yeast nutrient and one tablespoon of yeast energizer because... This is going to be some high-octane stuff. Sure. Then after it ferments all out, you freeze it. All of it in all the carboy. Yeah, all of it in the carboy. All six gallons of it. And then you extract the gallon and a half of alcohol. So uh, I, I ran some numbers, and I, I don't know, like, OG, FG, all that. But my best guess is this is this is between 40 and 50% ABV. Yeah. Yeah, that's... 
So it's brandy. Uh, <laughs> so we have small glasses. Yeah, we have, we have small glasses. Uh, we're going to be destroying the rest of the bottle on DOO uh, this weekend. Tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Tomorrow. Or whenever. Or, yeah. So you guys will. You, Tomorrow for us. Well, if you've listened, if you're listening, if you listen to uh, DOO, you'll already have heard our uh, brandy review and then some, I'm sure. Which will be interesting yep. because now that's our future, your past. What? <laughs> Man, time's weird. Yep. All right, so let's let's talk about this. So it looks like cider, uh, like mm-hmm. a, just a flat cider. Yep. Smells. It smells mostly like cider. Cider with uh, like I get an alcohol sweetness yeah. as well. There's a there's a pretty strong alcohol sweetness, but not but not like a burn. cider. Mm-mm. It's it contributes sweetness mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, we taste it. <laughs> okay. Woo. Yeah. Who doggy? That is brandy. That yes, it is. <laughs> it's surprising for my mouth. Oh, oh, wow, that's strong. <sighs> yeah, I was not like I knew Woo. it was strong, but it looks like cider. It smells yeah. like cider. Well, and my my mouth was like, oh, some cider, and then I drank it, and it's not cider. It's no, no, sir. It's I get the apple in it. That's that. I mean, obviously. But. Yep. Woo. Yeah. Wow. Well, this my, is my, my this mouth is crazy. was expecting. This is real good. It is good. Real I'm good. Take another sip here. But man, oh wow, that is dangerous. Woo, buddy. There's like a there's like a tartness to it. Yeah, it's tart. Like a, almost like a green apple character. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I keep going back, but man, it burns. Like yeah. it needs to be cut. <laughs> yeah, this is probably good to like mix with a cider or something. Oh yeah, fortify your cider up a little bit with yeah. some apple brandy. That'd be really good. A shot of this and a cider. Jesus, because it tastes I, like cider, but brandy. This is this is this is one of the coolest. Like I've never had homemade brandy before. I haven't either. And is this safe? Does it have methyl alcohol in it? It's not <sighs> distilled that way. It's not distilled. It's. Yeah, so this should be fine. Yeah, no, it's so it's not distilled at all. Kevin, if you make us go blind, we're going to be mad. But we won't be able to find you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just match our studio. <laughs> He's actually making us blind ninjas. I don't know how I feel about that. But man, this it's like a warming sensation. Yeah. I don't I don't know how to like talk about this. I've never I don't know, we've never reviewed liquor. Yeah. And that's what this is. This is definitely liquor. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the best we could do is just go off like what we taste, and it's green apple. <laughs> oh, you got, you took a big swig there. Oof, that was too much in yep. one in one swig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Eyes are watering. <laughs> Woo! I'm oh shit! Little guys, do you still have Ooh, some left? I want to see if it burns, man. Do you got the lighter down? Here? Oh, no, I don't have it down here. All right, we'll, have to, we'll check that after the show then. Yeah. Unless I no, I took the took them out of my pocket. Damn it. And we will already have talked about that in, on DOO. Oh, that's true. Maybe we should wait and see if it burns on DOO. But Oop. yeah, it tastes like it'll burn. Like this is jet fuel, man. Like yeah, it's good. Yeah. I kind of want to stick it in a barrel. Stick it in a barrel. Yeah. Oh, to get so, like, barrel age it. it? Yeah. Mm. Right, we'd have to have a really tiny barrel. No man, you just you brew. I guess it, well, five of them. What? 
Do five of them. Like, oh, make five. some of this? Yeah. I thought you meant just take his and put it in a barrel. Oh, no, that, that's that's a real tiny barrel. That's what I said. <laughs> that's a real tiny barrel. That's ridiculous. Why would you even think that? Because you said it. No, you're, you're dumb. <laughs> you literally said Shut it. Shut up. <laughs> so I can tell you lies. I don't know. Green apple. Uh, alcohol tartness. Really sweetness. good. Yeah, it's good. Like, so very surprising. Like It tastes cidery, but it's, well, it's. It tastes like what it is, like a liquor version of cider. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly, yeah. What it is, it's made from cider. Wow, that was insane. I'm not excited about this. This is gray. What? It's gray. You're gray. You're not It's wrong. gray. Shut up. It is gray. The goza's gray. The goza's gray. All right. <laughs> so we're going to be tasting our goza, which is apparently gray. It is gray. So, uh, overall impression of a goza, it's a highly carbonated tart and fruity wheat ale with a restrained coriander and salt character and low bitterness. So, aroma, we're looking for a mod- light to moderately fruity aroma with uh, of palm fruit, light sourness, slightly sharp, noticeable coriander, which can have an aromatic lemony quality and an intensity up to moderate. Light, bready, doughy, yeasty character like uncooked sourdough bread. The acidity and coriander can give a bright, lively impression. The salt may be perceived as very light, uh, clean sea breeze character, or just a or, or just a general freshness if noticeable at all. Okay, um, we made a mistake because we drank brandy before this. Oh, that yeah. should have been at the end. Yeah, I didn't even think because now that. I can't smell anything. Yeah, and it doesn't have very much of a smell because I get I can't a little bit of anything. salt. I yeah, I, I get a little bit of brine. Oh, wait, hang on. Uh, it's starting to open up. It's not for me. I just smell a little bit of there's brine. A, there's a hint of fruity character. Not that I'm getting, but that's also because I just drank apple brandy. We should have saved that for the last. Yeah, well, what, where were, where was that idea ten minutes ago? Neither of us had it. I'm blaming both of us, not just you. <laughs> no, I'm blaming you for not thinking of it sooner. I'm not blaming me. Now I'm blaming you fully. That's ridiculous. All right, hang on. Drink some Guinness. Yeah, that's a good idea. Sorry, guys. We had, we did a we yeah, made a mistake. We, we made a boo boo. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay, I'm getting I'm getting uh I'm getting doughy. <clears throat> Not really picking up any fruit. Yeah, I'm still getting just brine. I think it just it just doesn't have a lot of aroma. No. Um, I'm going to say we missed the aroma. Uh, yeah, I would say so. All I right. think we missed it. Appearance, uh, unfiltered with moderate to full haze, moderate to tall size white head with tight bubbles. We had that. Yep. And good retention. Yep. Effervescent, yep. medium yellow color. Um, yeah. That's yeah. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Hold up to that light. Dude, that's gray. It's not gray. It's a medium yellow. Well, it's dark. gray. It's not gray. It's gray. It's not gray. It's it, the beer is gray. The dude. beer is not gray. It's gray. It's not gray. Okay. It's Here, gray. Hang on. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get to the bottom of this. Shine the brightest light you can find through it. Sure. Under a normal light, it's gray. It's still kind of gray with you putting your phone Shit, light up to it. It's still gray. 
God damn it, it's gray. We did not hit appearance. It's how did gray. we get gray? I don't know. How does gray happen? I don't know how that happens. I've never had gray beer before. <laughs> either. Which doesn't give me a lot of hope for this no, being good. This is not. All right, so we fucked the appearance. We did. I we, think have, we, have, we have everything but the color on the appearance. Yeah, I think everything else. It's effervescent. The head's good. It's clear, but it's gray. Oh, hang on. I think I just picked up fruit in the aroma. <clears throat> oh, I get... Yeah. I did get a little yep. fruit there. Yeah, there's fruit yeah. there now. Yeah, I think maybe it just needed to warm up a little bit. Or, you know, our taste buds needed... Palm Damn fruit. it, Kevin! <laughs> Palm fruit, for sure. Yeah, that's right. So we did get a little closer okay. on the aroma. All right, I'm going to give it to the aroma with uh, with that palm fruit coming Yeah, I through. think you're right. Now that I smell it again. Yeah. But the uh, the appearance, the color's not there. No, we missed yep. the appearance. All right, flavor. We got gray somehow. Yep. I don't know how gray happens. <laughs> I don't either. All right, uh, flavor. Moderate to restrained but noticeable sourness, like a squeeze of lemon and iced tea. Uh, moderate bready doughy malt flavor, light to moderate fruity character of palm fruit, stone fruit, or lemons. Light to moderate salt character up to the threshold of taste. The salt should be noticeable but not taste overly salty. Low bitterness, no hop flavor. Dry, fully attenuated finish with acidity, uh, not hops balancing the malt. Acidity can be more noticeable in the finish and enhance the refreshing quality of the beer. The acidity should be balanced, not forward. The acidity's not there. No, we 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 broke we we bombed the nope. acidity. Uh, it's doughy. Doughy is all get out. Yeah, this beer is not a sour. No, it's it's uh, it's bread dough. This is bread dough yes. in a glass. The, we did not do this beer. No, the <laughs> uh, the flavor. Nope. No, like it is. It it ta- like. Have you ever been making bread and then gotten like some of the, like just tasted the dough? Yes. Or like opened up like a can yeah. of biscuits. Yeah, that's what this sm- this tastes like. That smells. Yeah, this like the ta- biscuits. <laughs> this tastes like a can of biscuits. Like the like Pillsbury biscuits. Like when you do the can and it does the pop. This tastes like that smells. Yep. No, that, that's that's perfect. We have our first complete miss. Yep. Hey, on the bright side, got a bunch of bottles to open. Yeah. And put your stout in. This beer's a dumper. Oh, this is a dumper. This is yep. not a good beer. <laughs> Uh, mouthfeel, high to very high carbonation, effervescent. Hey, we got that. We do have that. <laughs> we got that. Uh, medium light to medium full body. We got that. Salt may give a slightly tingly mouth-watering quality. We got that. My mouth is uh, definitely watery. Yeah. Because the salt's there. It's salt. I mean, I think if this was tart, it'd be fine. Well, I can drink this without any issue. I know, so and that, it's no, not no, right. It's not right. No, that. no, no. I know. If we if we had hit the acidity, I think we needed to uh, add some or lower the pH because the pH is way too high. We probably. added we added some yeah. acidulated malt, and I don't think we added enough. Uh, and we probably need to do like with well, today's now we brew. Have a, we now have pH meter, which is good. Yeah, yeah. So we can actually judge it a little bit. And we were eyeballing this one. It was our first sour. Yeah. Uh, and we fucked it. We fucked it hard. Yep. No, this is... We missed this beer. This, yeah, this is not a good beer. Nope. Man. This tastes like bread dough with salt in it. Well, this was... And it's was, not good at all. What, this was our 11th beer that we made. It's our, our first, first total, total fuck, up. fuck up. Yeah. And it was bound to happen. Yeah, it was. I'm glad we, we hit double digits before it happened. 
I am too. And I'm also glad that it happened on a beer I wouldn't have liked anyway. Right? <laughs> so for me, this is fine. Yep, that beer is going away. That is yeah. a complete I'm not even finishing the sample. No, no, the sample's terrible. Why would you? It, no, that it's beer's a complete and utter dumped. failure. <laughs> so, <sighs> on that note... We don't really need to go through much else on it. Yeah, we really just, don't. It's, bad. it's not... It didn't work. Nope. Uh, all right, so how would we fix it? I think... <laughs> uh, pH uh, monitoring. Yep, if we, if we um, did sure. the pH better, uh, add some... Add some uh, lactic acid in if we need to lower the pH, just right. to give it that bite. Yeah, uh, which is what we did today. Uh, we yep. forgot to talk about our first day of the blinner. Oh, that's true. Uh, so we got that. We uh, we mashed in, or uh, we were overshooting our original gravity on on this. So we're gonna have to back it back it up with some distilled water or something just to bring it down. Uh, but we nailed our pH. Yeah. Right on the money. Oh, and it was it was real close. Well, it was good that we didn't put more in at, to start. Yeah, it would have been bad. We didn't know how to do it. Like, we didn't know how much we needed to put in, really. Yeah, no, so we put two tablespoons in because we, uh, we were at, what, like seven? A pH of, like, seven, four? Uh, like six, eight. Was it six, eight? Yeah. Okay. Yep, it was the, the original pH on that was six eight. Okay, yeah, and then we uh, we threw in uh, two tablespoons of lactic acid, and that brought us right down to like four point one, which is right where we wanted to be. Yep. So that one will definitely be sour because it's it's sitting at, at <laughs> hundred degrees. Right? It's well, it's sitting at hundred degrees uh, and lacto. Or we just pitched some lacto into it, so. That one will definitely hit the sour note, yeah. I hope. Yeah. Well, better, because... Or, you know what? Maybe we just can't brew sours. They, I mean, we'll find out. We will. We're finding out right now. We're finding out. Because uh, we can't... We can't be we good at everything. This. But I think the pH monitoring gives us a much stronger... Much better. On it. Yeah. Because we have no idea what the pH of this was. No, we could find this out now. Up. We could. Actually, we should. You want to go grab that pH meter real quick? Yeah, let me go grab it. All Where right. is it? Uh, it should just be right upstairs. Okay. I'll pause this real quick. Yeah. All right. So we just okay. took a pH meter uh, and tested this beer. And right now it's at 4.2 uh, is what I said, right? Yeah, 4.2. Yep. So it is slightly acidic, but nowhere. We wanted to be like in like the three, yeah. three and a half range. So we're a full point above where we need to be. Yeah. And so I think if we had the pH meter, because we wanted to start at four and then drop it lower. Right. Well, yeah, we just had no idea where our pH was. Yeah. So there was no way for us to gauge that at all. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that's good to know. All right. You got, you, do you have the uh, BJCP stuff up? I do. I, I don't know what page we're supposed to be on. Uh, well, it's in the notes, that. man. Did you see the notes? I have the notes. It's uh, PDF page 41. Okay, give me a second. Jesus Christ, man. I give you all the notes, and then you don't pay attention. I blame the brandy. Damn it, Kevin. PDF, yeah, it is probably that. 41? I'm getting to it. Okay, I passed it. Okay, now I'm to it. Wait. Oh, Irish stout. There we go. There you go. All right. I'll start us off uh, with overall impression. Uh, we are drinking uh, some Guinness uh, uh, draft yep. while, we're, while we're talking about this. It's one of the commercial styles. So that's what we're going to be comparing it to, and it's kind of what most people compare an Irish stout to, I think. Either this or Murphy's. I thought about getting both, but then I realized we didn't need that in our lives. Yeah, especially with the apple brandy going on. Yep, and we haven't had lunch yet. Yeah. 
We're going to get lunch after this. Yep. Tacos. Tacos. So excited for tacos. Oh, I'm so excited for tacos. All right. <laughs> Overall impression, a black beer with a pronounced roasted flavor, often similar to coffee. The balance can range from fairly even to quite bitter, with the more balanced versions having a little malty sweetness and the bitter versions being quite dry. Uh, draft versions are typically... Cr- or draft versions typically are creamy from a nitro pour, but bottled versions <laughs> will not have this... Dis- this dispense-derived character. The roasty flavor can be dry and coffee-like to somewhat chocolatey. Aroma. Moderate coffee-like aroma typically dominates. May have a slight dark chocolate cocoa or roasted grain secondary notes. Esters medium low to none. Hop aroma low to none. May be lightly earthy or floral, but is typically absent. Appearance jet black to... Well, I'm sorry. Let's talk about the aroma of the Guinness real quick. Okay. I get uh, grain. Yeah, grain and a little coffee-like. Very little coffee. Yeah, but it's there. Yep. I, I definitely sense it. Not not a whole lot of hop aroma. It doesn't smell like a coffee beer, but yeah, there's no. Yeah, but no. no the, is the only part of the coffee you're, I, at least I'm getting is the roast. It might be the roastiness. Yeah. yeah that I'm getting coffee-like. All right. Which is similar to yeah. coffee. Uh, appearance jet black to very deep brown with garnet highlights and color. According to Guinness, uh, Guinness beer may appear black, but it is actually a very dark shade of ruby. Um, opaque, a thick, creamy, long-lasting, tan to brown-colored head is characteristic when served on nitro, but don't expect the tight, creamy head on bottled beer. So let's talk. Yep, we both pulled out the lights. <laughs> oh, it is ruby. Time. Oh, yeah, that is a ruby color. Well, it's, it's like black ruby. Yeah, but I mean. I can just see the light on well, my phone. Well, and it turns ruby. it red. Yeah. Well, the like whole just, beer's not really red. It turns the light red yeah. through the beer. Oh, yeah, no, but then you get those ruby highlights. Like, yeah. if you hold it up on the. Yep, it's definitely ruby. Turns it very red. It's very cool. Yeah. I never knew that about Guinness. Learn something new every day, man. Yeah. I didn't know it was Ruby. Um, yeah. So there's that. It's definitely, without that, it's black. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no. If where you, you, just, if you does, just look at it, it looks black. Where does black. jet black come from? Did they used to paint jets black? Uh, how about you read the next one, and I'll look up the origin of jet black. All right, sounds good to me. <clears throat> okay. Flavor. Moderate roasted grain or malt flavor with a medium to high hot bitterness. The finish can be dry and coffee-like to moderately balanced with a touch of caramel or malty sweetness. Typically has coffee-like flavors, but also may have a bittersweet or unsweetened chocolate character in the palate, lasting into the finish. Balancing factors may include some creaminess, medium low to no fruitiness and medium to no hot flavor often earthy the level of bitterness is somewhat variable as is the roasted character and the dryness of the finish allows for interpretation by brewers i'm assuming though no banana no banana yeah this would taste terrible with banana no don't put your banana in there eh uh yes oh speaking of no banana yeah uh we got our guy Working on it. Our guy, Matt. Yeah, we got Matt working on the shirt. Working on the shirt. So yeah. uh, I'm hoping in a couple of weeks, I'm hoping by August, we should have some designs finalized and ready to go. That'd be ideal. Yeah. yeah. That's a I'm, good I, way to shoot. I apologize, it. guys. It's it's a slow process. 
Yeah, but we're we working are on slow it. people. Well, it's uh, well, we got to get the design right. We got to get shirts manufactured. It's it's a whole deal. Yeah, we're uh, also, I want I want to I mean, redo the store because like I'm not slow. happy with it. But all right, uh, etymology of jet black. Ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, uh, so it's from Middle English, from Old French uh, jalet, uh, from Latin uh, gegets, uh, from which or from which is from the Greek. I can't say the Greek word. It means um, from Gegai, which is a, a town in Asia Minor. That's what, uh, when I Googled etymology of jet black, that's what popped up. But then I dug a little bit deeper Ooh. and hit Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. Right? And so it says jet black or jet dash black is a shade of black referring to the geological material jet. Oh, that makes sense. I yep. forgot about jet as like the stone or whatever. Yep. Yeah, so jet is a precursor to coal. And is a gemstone, right? That's oh, very black. Yeah, I forgot about I forgot about jet. I knew about it. Yep, I forgot about that. That makes sense. That makes way more sense than from a town. <laughs> airplanes. Well, yeah, no, I don't know where you got airplanes. I thought airplanes when I heard jet black. <laughs> I've always thought like, did they paint them black? That seems irresponsible. <laughs> well, uh, to be fair, the uh, was it's like the SR seventy one is a jet black airplane. It's a yeah. jet black jet. Most are not. No, but the stealthy ones are. Yeah, I don't even know if those are called. They're considered jet planes, though. Uh, they have jets and they're planes. I don't know what what they're like. What's a jet liner? Well, it, if it, if it's propelled by jets, I think it's a jet plane. Yeah, I guess it must be jet engines. But most, otherwise, it's a prop plane. Most aren't. Most aren't black. Oh no no no! Jets. I mean, they could be. Maybe there are so many black jets that we can't see them. flying at night that, like, we don't even know. There's probably millions of them. <laughs> There's so many undercover flights. <laughs> Just zipping around, <laughs> bringing Trump to his next golf game. Yeah. And just, like, secret But he would clubs. probably paint his gold. Like, he's like, yeah, I want a jet black, but gold. Yeah. <laughs> That's really confusing. Which one do you want? Both. <laughs> I don't know what you, you want us to do. Have both. <laughs> just mix them together, and they're still just black. It's just striped. <laughs> it's like All right, you, you did zebra. flavor, right? Yeah. All right. Did we talk about the flavor of Guinness? We did not yet. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I get grain, coffee. Well, I guess roastiness, not necessarily coffee. Uh, and then. <clears throat> Yeah, There's a chocolate-like that. bitterness on the back end. Yeah, it's like a dark chocolate mm-hmm. for sure, which is what, which is okay. It's okay. It can be in there. Yep. There's no banana. There's no banana. No banana, which is good. This would taste fucking awful with banana. Yeah, it for would real. Not be good. Not like, be good. Real bad. No, I know. That's why we're not putting banana in it. That's no why banana. it gets the no banana seal of approval. Yep. <laughs> also, no clove, guys. No clove. You guys, I, I don't like clove either. <laughs> I just, I, I love picturing that one guy, like, just I in do the too. background. Like, and then everyone else is like, yeah, well, uh, Jeff what, doesn't like clove. We'll just keep it out. Damn it, Jeff. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I mean, Jeff, you're not wrong, but we care more about the banana. Right. All right. Uh, mouthfeel. Medium light to medium full body with a somewhat creamy character, particularly when served with a nitro pour. Low to moderate carbonation uh, for the high hop bitterness and significant proportion of dark grains present. This beer is remarkably smooth. May have a light astringency from the roasted grains. 
although harshness is undesirable. Mm. No harshness, guys. Undesirable. Don't harsh that buzz. Uh, we've definitely got a medium full body here. Well, yeah. Creamy, but that's because of nitro. Creamy because of nitro. Um, low to moderate carbonation. It's low, but that's because of nitro. Nitro, yep. It's not carbonated. Uh, doesn't have high hot bitterness, but Mm-mm. it's balanced well. Mm-hmm. That's why everyone likes Guinness. It's it's a great balanced beer. Right. I remember when I first started drinking beer, Guinness was I was like, oh man, Guinness is so thick and chewy. Yeah. And, yeah. and now it's like, I oh, know, man, this is really easy drinking. It's a pretty light beer. <laughs> As far as, like, being black, it's pretty yeah. light. Now. All right. Comments. When a brewery offered a stout and a porter, the stout was always the stronger beer. It was originally called a stout porter. Modern versions... Oh, that's of- interesting. It is interesting. Like, that's, 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 that's a fun a good, fact. That's a fun, like, little footnote. <clears throat> um, modern versions are brewed from a lower OG and no longer necessarily reflect a higher strength than porters. This is typically a draft product today. Bottled versions are typically brewed from a higher OG and are usually called extra stouts. Regional differences exist in Ireland. Similar to variability in English bitters, Dublin type stouts are used Dublin type stouts use roasted barley, are more bitter and are drier. Cork type stouts are Oh, oh dang. Hang on. Oh, hit the side. Oh, no. I scrolled. So cork-type stouts is what we're talking about. I got to get down to page 41. All right. Cork-type stouts are sweeter, less bitter, and have flavors from chocolate and specialty malts. Commercial examples of this style are almost always associated with a nitro pour. Do not expect traditional bottle-conditioned beers to have the full creamy texture or very long-lasting head traditionally associated with the nitrogen dispense. So there's that. Yeah. So, Do you think they would ever they, there's ever been Guinness without nitro? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, there is? Nitro nitro is a fairly recent development. Well, I know. I I mean, I I don't mean ever. I mean, do they make it oh, without yeah, no, nitro if, now? If you get it in a bottle, no nitro. What do they do? Bottle condition? Yeah. Well, no. It's just it's just or carbed. Yeah. It's just it's just your regular oh, carbonated I didn't know. beer. Yep. You know, and it tastes very different. Um, all right. It's so better in nitro. Here's a thing. Bruto does not have uh, like Irish stout, so I'm gonna put dry stout in. That should be close, right? That seems close to me. Yeah. Um, all right. Etymology of jet black. All right. Back to the where we're at. That's it. History. Yep. Uh, the style evolved from attempts to capitalize on the success of linen porters, but originally reflected a fuller, creamier, more stout body and strength. Guinness began brewing only porter in 1799. Oh, really? And a stouter kind of porter around 1810. <laughs> oh, really? I, I, it's a fun fact, it man. It's a fun fact. It's just funny. Oh, really? Oh, really? I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Kevin. We should have, we definitely should have had that at the end of the show. One hundred percent. So I, I mean, we're gonna blame you, Kevin, but it's, it's really it, our fault. No, it's it's one hundred percent our fault, but it's all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> you made a great 
apple brandy, and then we drank it at the beginning like a bunch of dummies. Well, and, that, and honestly, he warned me. He's like, if you and Rick split this, you're going to die. Well, yeah, we would die if we drank that whole 12-ounce bottle of brandy. <laughs> yes. But we had little... Well, we we've, been, we've been drinking all day, though. Shh. I, we, mean, we I have, mean, not heavily. But no, but we've been... We, we've yeah, had well, some I beers mean, today. We both had hangovers this morning, and we had to fix them. Yeah. And we we had some beers, and then we went in and drank some apple brandy. And we had a uh, we, we had we probably we had, had a, like three ounces each. We had a business meeting two, with Matt while he was working, so two maybe one ounce each. We didn't have a lot actually. Yeah, about an ounce. Yeah, about an ounce. Because these are four ounce glasses, so I think that's about an ounce. Well, it looks like there's probably ten ounces left in the bottle too. So, yep. yeah. all right. Anyway, anyway, uh, the style of really? old from temps. Uh, all right, Irish stout diverged from London single stout. Uh, or simply porter, porter in the eight, late 1800s with an emphasis on darker malts. Guinness was among the first breweries to use black patent malt for porters and stouts in the 1820s. Guinness began using roasted barley after World War II, while London brewers continued to use brown malt. Guinness started using flaked barley in the 1950s, also increasing the attenuation greatly. Man, do you think like this entire article kind of has a hard-on for Guinness? It, oh, yeah. Well... It's obviously like the most well-known example. Yeah, I know. It's just <clears throat> we've ne- we've never had uh, one of. It's these... a little history lesson about Guinness. Yeah, well, and well, we've never had one of these that that uh, focus so much on a on a single commercial example. That's true. Mm-hmm. And it's just it, yeah, it's odd. Uh, fi- uh, all right, so using flake barley in the 1950s, also increasing attenuation greatly. Uh, Guinness drought was. Uh, launched as a brand in 1959. Sorry, it was Pete. Uh, draft characters, uh, or draft, draft characters, draft cans and bottles were developed in the late 1980s and 1990s. Yep, yep, yep. So that'd be interesting to find out what it tasted like before all the, the different changes. So the question, well, yeah, but see, then you're getting into historical beer. I know. And I'm not saying we should do that. Yeah. I'm just, that'd be interesting to do for historical. Okay. No, we obviously need to follow, like, current style. Mm-hmm. You want to do characteristic ingredients here? <laughs> yeah, I was just waiting for you to do it. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> Guinness is made using roasted... <laughs> right right away, Guinness. Yeah, right. It's no, just, it's, this is about Guinness. Yeah. Um, using, they should just call this 15B, <laughs> Guinness. Yep. <laughs> Guinness and other fakers. I guess we could throw Murphy's in here, but... <laughs> Nobody likes that anyway. It's like what you get when you can't find a Guinness. <laughs> Guinness and beers that want to be Guinness. <laughs> be a good character or good classification for this one. Um, Guinness is made using roasted barley, flake barley, and pale malt. But other breweries don't necessarily use roasted barley. Stupid other suck. breweries. They're stupid. But they should. <laughs> They can use chocolate or other dark specialty malts. Dummies. They can. Whatever, whatever combination of malts or grains is used, the resulting product should be black. Cork-type stouts are... Am I saying this clearly enough? Cork Type. is what I'm saying. Yep. Well, I, I just want to make sure people know that I'm not saying court, because I felt like oh, I yeah. said well, that. Well, I mean cork-dried gin. Cork-type stouts are perhaps closer to historical London-type stouts, in composition with a varied grist not dominated by roasted barley. 
Interesting. Right. Uh, lower strength than an Irish... Oh, this is style comparison. Lower strength than an Irish extra stout, both similar flavors. Darker in color, black, than an English porter, which is brown. Mm-hmm. Vital statistics, the important stuff that we care about the most. IBUs, 25 to 45. SRM of 25 to 40. An OG of 1036 to 1044. A finishing gravity of 1007 to 1011, and an ABV of 4.0 to 4.5. So this is probably the biggest range we've seen on SRM. We need roasted barley. We need flaked barley. Because apparently they really want us to make us a Guinness. Yeah, so that's and what, that's we're what we want to make. Do, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. We need pale malt. Actually, it, so it's just those mm-hmm. three for Guinness, right? Roasted barley, flake malt, and pale malt. But other breweries don't necessarily use barley. Yeah, well, barley. yeah, but those other breweries are apparently wrong. Yeah, they're apparently very wrong because they just say other breweries. Okay, uh, so what? What's our OG? Um, 1036 to 1044. Does it say what Guinness's OG is? It should. I think that's Guinness's OG. <laughs> <laughs> is it 1034? 1036 to 1044. Okay. Uh, let's shoot for like, well. <clears throat> shoot for 1040. Yeah, I'm thinking 1040. So if we use about five pounds of that, we use two pounds of that and one pound of that, that gives us 1040. Oh, wow. I completely just guessed on all of those numbers, and they worked out. Worked out perfectly. So I have uh, one pound of roasted, uh, what's our SRM range? 25 to 40. It's our biggest SRM range so far. All right, so so one pound of roasted barley, uh, two pounds of flaked barley, and five pounds of uh, pale malt. And that gives us an OG of 1040, Mm -hmm. an SRM of 38. Nice. Perfect. All right. Uh, what kind of hops does it say it uses? Um, I don't. It didn't really address okay. it. So I'm um, gonna. I like. What's what's our IBU range? Twenty-five to forty-five. Okay. So I'm thinking we want just like an English character hop, right? <coughs> that and would make sense. Only yeah. only at sixty minutes. So I'm gonna go with like EKG. A, EKG would be because perfect. it's. I mean, it's our go-to. EKG. Yeah. And what was what was our IBU range? Twenty-five to forty-five. That's what it is. Okay, so if I do an ounce and a half, it gives us 30. Where, where are you putting that? Two ounces at, at 60 minutes. Because we don't, we don't want it. Yeah, we don't want the flavor. Uh, if we do two ounces even, it gives us 40. I think that'd be fine. Okay. Yeah. All right, so two ounces of EKG. What kind of yeast? I don't know. Something English, obviously, but... What about an Irish ale yeast? That would work, yeah. Irish ale. I mean, it's Irish, so. Yeah. All right, cool. So if we throw Irish ale yeast in here, we're going to use uh, the Y yeast Irish ale. Gives us a uh, OG of 1040, a final gravity of 1011 to 109, with oh, about an, uh, an ABV of about 4. Perfect. Because our final gravity should be 1007 to 1011. Perfect. So we're falling right in there. Did you make a, Did you fart? No, I didn't fart. Did you fart? Why are we having this conversation on there? I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> there was a stink that wafted through. Yep. All right. Yeah, no. So that's that's solid Irish stout, I think. 
I think so. Well, we hit. We're we're in all the vitals, as far as our recipe goes. We're in all goes. the vitals. Uh, our recipe or our grist screams Guinness. Yep. I don't. <laughs> Which is what they want because apparently you, you can't have anything but Guinness. Only Guinness. <laughs> only Guinness. No banana and no only Guinness. No banana. Uh, this one definitely no banana. No banana. All right. Oh, I'm ready for a nap. I'm ready for lunch. It's 2.30. I'm hungry. But thanks, Kevin. I now I now want to nap. <laughs> it's all your fault, Kevin. <laughs> all right. If you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash blindestudios or hit the Patreon link at the bottom of our homepage. Uh, if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head on over to blindestudios.com. Click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage. Uh, do your Amazon shopping as normal. And we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. It's really, it's really great and helps us out. We appreciate any- it a lot. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or you want to send us some beer or meet up with us, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewsstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And guys, thanks for tuning in week after week. We really appreciate it. Keep those t-shirt ideas coming and whatever. Like, let us, if you're listening and you want a t-shirt, let us know because we got to... We gotta get like a head count type of thing. Well, it's it's one of those things where we have to make sure that it's worth our time right. to like we have we don't wanna have a bunch of t shirts that we can't sell. Yep. So right. let us know. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.